There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hi there, I'm Cassandra Healy and welcome to Behind the Pitch. Business has always looked really great and glamorous online, but I'm here to talk to you about everything that happens behind the business to make it a business. Join me and some of our amazing guests as we go through everything you need to know about what goes on behind the pitch. Hi everyone, welcome back to Behind the Pitch. Today I'm super excited to introduce Kiri, the founder of Imperna, an Australian probiotic skincare brand committed to creating active products specifically formulated for even the most sensitive skin so that anybody can use it. Kiri's incredible business is inspired off her severe health complications and skin issues that no doctor was able to help with. Kiri took her condition into her own hands to develop an incredible brand that now helps so many people around the world. So join me as we chat to Kiri about her incredible business journey on Behind the Pitch. Thank you so much for joining us, Kiri, on Behind the Pitch. Thank you so much for sharing your incredible story with us. And I think a lot of the people listening today are going to have, you know, are going to be as inspired as what I have been by hearing your journey. But I think, like, it's always best that we let our guests introduce themselves. So tell us about who you are and your journey to today in business. Uh, so I'm Kiri Yanchenko. I'm the founder of Amperna. We're an Australian probiotic skincare brand committed to creating active products um, that can be used by everyone, even for the most sensitive skins. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my background is in packaging design in FMCG, so fast-moving consumer goods. So all the goods you see in Coles and Woolies and stuff and brand activations And I was in that industry for quite a long time. Uh, My father sort of started that journey. I studied design. My father was an architect and I freelanced in design and had my own business since 2004. So I have also run um, a fashion and beauty blog and taught social media and marketing. Oh, no way. Tell us a little bit more about the blog. So basically it was set up when I had skin concerns of my, my own, I set it up to be sort of like a diary. It was, it's called um, set to glow and it's still online. So set to glow.com.au. And I basically just documented 
my journey. Um, so there's things on there about me being acne prone because I had acne and I also suffered from perioral dermatitis. So there's my actual like diary on how I was going with my skin online. <laughs> oh, no way. Oh, so did this play a part in how um, Emperna came to life, like tracking it and then seeing the journey unfold? So it kind of played like a little bit of a role in to how the business was created? Yeah, it did. So um, as I mentioned, I've had skin concerns before. So I had acne as a teenager. I've always been acne prone. Uh, and, you know, when I'm stressed, I'll get a few pimples. Um, but the Ampernia journey really started because I had severe complications from medication whilst looking after my father. Uh, he died very young. Uh, so and Ampernia, yeah. But... That actually, I wouldn't have said it at the time, it was actually a blessing because it kind of has led me here. Um, so I was extremely ill, um, partly from stress, but partly because of the side effects uh, from medication that I took whilst looking after my father, dealing with having to care for somebody else. Yeah. Uh, and so one of the side effects was severe pustular acne. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, and I dropped quite a lot of weight. Uh, I, I think I dropped below 50 kilos and I had to go to hospital. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, so when I left hospital, um, and I can't really tell you how long I was in hospital for because I was uh, I had a lot of drugs in my system, so I think it was about two and a half months. Uh, and when I came out, they were trying to give me more drugs they tried to put me on roaccutane because my face was so bad uh so i decided against that uh and i decided to um look after myself holistically and so part of the journey was documented on set to glow the blog um and you know i used lots of holistic principles like diet and exercise and practice mindfulness and I learn a lot about holistic well-being. Uh, and that really was the start of the business. Like I couldn't use traditional acne products that were over the counter, like um, benzoyl peroxide, for instance, that's in a lot of acne products and tea tree oil. And I had researched about gut health and the okay. skin microbiome. Uh, and I found a probiotic topical ingredient i.e probiotics for your gut help your gut bacteria and probiotics for your skin help your skin bacteria and i used the ingredients and here we are <laughs> wow how incredible what are you yes like, it's like you know unfortunately it's unfortunate that you know you had these negative experiences but it's amazing how sometimes you have to go through those experiences to come out on the other side with something that not just changes your life, but also changes other people's lives that have gone through something similar to what you have. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, as I said, it, like I wouldn't want to go back there. I was extremely sick. Like I had to hand everything over to my husband. He had to look after me. Um, but being through what I went through and having to research to try and help my own skin has enabled me to really be there for other people and understand the anxiety. Um, and it, I mean, it really affects your mental health, uh, wow. having problem skin. Yeah. So yeah, I, 
thought that there was something there because it had helped me, the, the, the ingredients. Um, and I told my husband I had a business idea and I basically, because he's in IT, I had to sell him with the business pitch um, <laughs> and a business plan. I'm oh, like, I've got this idea. I think it's going to work. I want to use our house deposit. Uh, and so, yeah, we went to see a financial planner um, and we were in research and development for five years and we launched in 2018 with five products and I'm in business to help lots of people. So that's incredible. So I just want to talk a little bit more about like you were talking, you touched a little bit on like your mental health and everything like that. How yeah. did your condition affect you, I guess, personally and professionally? So professionally, I had to take a career break. So there's yeah. a big gap in my CV. Uh, as I mentioned, I was in packaging design and I was hired uh, at an agency um, in Ultimo and I basically just had to hand in my resignation. I'm, I'm having to go into hospital. I'm really not well. Uh, and oh. my husband and I had um, salary insurance so okay, I was getting paid a reduced salary, but I was off work um, for about six months, I think, in the end, and I could have taken longer off, like I was just really not well. It took me two years to get better in the end. Um, yeah, so, I mean, my my acne wasn't active um, you know, it was, sorry, it was active for about six to nine months and then I was working on the aftermath for another two years and my gut health was all out of whack and, and helping gut health takes about 12 months. Yeah. Um, and so professionally I had to take a career, career break but personally my face was so bad that I could not sleep on my face. Um, oh. And so... Yeah, so when I was in hospital, I was taking sleeping medication because I couldn't sleep. And, of course, if you don't sleep, your body can't repair. So you had to forsake one thing, otherwise it would have been a vicious cycle. So personally, I really didn't want to see anyone. Um, yeah. So I kind of didn't see anyone for about nine months, I would say, like I was just getting looked after with my family and I was making sure I was okay. Um, so skin concerns, you know, they, they, they really can be a deal breaker for a lot of people. They really do affect your mental health. Like you really just don't feel right. Yeah, I, that, I can't even imagine how you must have felt. Mm. And it was good to have family around, yeah. Yeah, that's the one thing, I guess. Like when you have amazing people around you, like family, who really just understand and who can be there for you and help you, they can help you get to the other end, which you obviously have with the support of your husband. To Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. 
They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. <laughs> With Amperna, um, how did it kind of come about? So you mentioned that you used savings that was going to go towards a house deposit Um and you pitched your husband and everything like that. And mm. you started off with um, five, uh, five different products. How mm. was that process of creating um, these product lines and making them perfect, not just so that they were suitable for you, but also to the consumer? So it was a lot of work. So when I finally committed to, well, when I'd finally persuaded my husband <laughs> that it was a good business idea, I, I mean, I had, I had no idea how to start a brand. I'd, I'd never done anything like that. Um, mm. My skills from packaging design uh, and branding came into play. I had a bit of an idea about what I should do and where I should go and my husband has other skills um he's more uh he's in IT and he's got a technical background so of course he could help with the website um but both he and I had no idea where to start so I just did a whole lot of research I also did a whole lot of market research I knew I couldn't find the product on the shelf and there was nothing like it when I was starting up so basically um, if we so we launched in 2018, it took us five years in research and development. But I'd really started the brand in 2000 and 2008. I'd sort of started thinking about it. Um, yeah, it was a whole lot of research. I had to work out how I was going to make the products, what they would mm-hmm. look like, who who did I need to help me. So. You know, there was a lot of research online about white label products and white label products are products that are already formulated and you can put your own brand on them and sell them. But I decided that I had such a unique idea that I wanted to own my own formulas. So then there was the, the next problem. Well, how do I hire a chemist? I mean, I'm not a chemist. How do I make a skincare product? I want to do the best by my customer So I hired a chemist, um, you know, and out of all, you have a business plan and you project, but of course I couldn't project all the little things that came up in process, like the problems or the, the fact that the formula wasn't right after five revisions and I wanted it perfect. Um, so yeah, it was just this huge, big learning curve, but I made it happen, so I'm, I'm super proud of it. <laughs> yeah, you should be. That's incredible to, you know, go from no business experience at all to, you know, creating something. Like, it's absolutely incredible and something that you should be absolutely proud of because it's a, it's a passion project and it's something that has affected you personally. So uh-uh. it's it's more than just a product to you. It's you know, it's life changing. And now you can go and change the lives of so many other people who have gone through and going through the same thing that you possibly have gone through. Yeah. And I knew a bit about like target personas and customer research, et cetera, to scale the business when I started. Um, But again, that was a learning curve as well. So of course, where would the brand sit in the marketplace 
Um, you know, I needed a unique selling point um, and I had a unique um, niche target audience, but of course, learning how to access those people, but also try and um, contact a larger audience. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did a lot of work on that before we launched. But when we launched, I hired a PR agency oh, yeah, to get us media coverage. Yeah. Um, and I also utilised the beauty blog to drive traffic because that was doing okay to our brand website. Hey, I had all these skin problems. Um, hey, I made my own products. It's only taken yeah. me five years. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so I guess that was something that we started very early but of course we wanted to be the voice a trusted voice so we entered beauty awards and won beauty awards um and we do a lot of content on instagram around the wellness um message that we have so yeah Oh, that's awesome. We're a business so to help people. <laughs> this kind of then leads into my next question as well. So you obviously used PR as a form to grow your business and like beauty awards, all that kind of stuff. What else yeah. did you do to grow the business to get you to where you are today? So we advertise on Facebook and we advertise on Google. Um, and that information, when you start, you don't have much, sorry, customer information when you start on Google Analytics, let's just say. Uh, yeah. But as you get more traffic to the website, you kind of learn who is going to the website and what sort of content they want to see or what types of content on your website are important to them. And so that was a learning journey in itself as well. My husband, as I mentioned, he's in IT. He's an automation specialist. So he helps me with the website and he helps me with SEO. Um, Of course, it's having all these things set up right from the start. So having your Facebook pixel on your website, Mm -hmm. linking Facebook, to Google Analytics, making sure you're um, looking at your analytics and who's visiting the site, what they want to see, what's interesting, where those types of people are going on Facebook and Instagram. And it kind of all feeds into each other. So at the moment, for instance, um, because of COVID, everyone's wearing face masks and the people with sensitive skin are having problems with their skin because they're in a face mask. So again, that learning feeds into Facebook and the way we talk to people and the content that we create on the website. And it's all just driving traffic and being useful for our customers, being a trusted source of information. Um, And then the word of mouth just comes, <laughs> which is by far the best and cheapest form of advertising. Yes, uh, I couldn't agree more with you at all. It's probably one of the best forms of marketing that you could possibly ever have for your business. Yeah. So I guess that all has has happened because I have this personal interest in helping people. So once I help one person and I and I have they have this great customer experience, which our brand has fostered um, since two thousand and eight. Um, the customer is, you know, your your best source of marketing. So when they're happy with you, they will recommend other people try your brand. Um, so yeah, that's also being a learning experience. Like 
as a consumer, when I had problem skin, what did I do? What was my customer journey? I'm going to tick all those boxes for our brand so that all those things, um, sorry, the customer can see all those things that they want in our business. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's perfect. At the end of the day, like you, I think what you something, one of the biggest things that you said that stood out for me was that you became a trusted source for your consumers. And it's so true. Like, I think some people do forget when you are in business, people rely on you to provide information. And what you're doing is absolutely incredible in terms of like making sure that, you know, you're providing quality content that, you know, keeps you as a trusted source to your consumer. It's, it's so powerful when you become that, I guess, almost like that go-to for them to be able to know that you can help them solve some of their problems. Yeah, and I guess we've taken that one step further too in a sense that they think that they're repeat customers and they're like, I've got this problem, Kiri, now. I've just had a baby. Mm -hmm. What do I do with my stretch marks? So I'm like, oh, okay, well, you can do this. So, like, I, I'm there for them and they can ask me questions anytime. Yeah, that's the best. So this kind of is one of those kind of questions that I love to ask everybody because I feel like everybody listening gets a realistic side of what happens behind the business to make it a business. What yeah. have been some of your highest highs and some of your lowest lows so far? So my highest highs. Um, so I had this goal before we started that I was had to get my name in like Elle Cosmo and the professional beauty magazines and the Sunday paper and I had to be there. Um, so we've been in all those publications and I haven't had to pay for them. Um, it's That's been... Amazing. Yeah, hard work uh, and getting to know <laughs> getting to know the reporters personally, the the, the media heads personally. Um, mm. Another high would be our beauty awards. Like I get excited every time we get a beauty award. <laughs> um, so just recently, our um, award uh, our brand won the product to watch award from Wellbeing Magazine. Um, so that's pretty awesome. Um, and there's details of our other awards on our website. Um, and another one was scoring our first stockist. So, um, we don't, I, my husband and I work in the business. We don't employ anyone else at the moment. Um, and he and I work on trying to expand the brand and trying to get more stockists. Yeah. Smart. Um, yeah. And then, the only other high and it's the most important high is when I get an email like Kiri, I can't thank you enough. You have solved my problem with my skin. My skin's so much better. So <laughs> they're the best kind of emails to receive, especially, you know, when you're, when you've put so many years into developing a product like you have, it must feel so great to receive something like that, especially yeah, unexpectedly. So yeah, and they and sometimes I just have a little I have a little cry I have a little Aww. moment like <laughs> I'm I'm going to my wedding and I've got a clear face and I'm just like Aww. oh I might cry. <laughs> 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 um, and so now on the opposite end of the end of the scale, um, some lows. Um, so definitely some lows, and it's kind of been a blessing in disguise as well. Um, has been 
the current situation with COVID. So we were developing products and the testing facilities closed. So we had mm. to stop our product, new products um, and their development. Mm. Um, another one, another low is, and it's ongoing, the, the problem with shipping anything at the moment. Um, yeah. So there's extreme um, shipping delays. Obviously, no one's flying internationally, so there's less planes flying. Yeah. Um, we were set to go to New York this month, actually, to expand oh. the brand. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> so 35% so of our sales come from the US, mm. uh, and we were set to meet stockists in the US, and, of course, that can't happen now. Um, oh, no. But it's, it's all meant that we've become more agile and it's all a learning experience. So they're lows, but, like, you know, you learn from them. So what can we do instead of getting stockists? Well, maybe I need a warehouse in the US. Mm. So how will that work? Because that will cut down shipping time. Um, and then the most low... Well, the, 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 the most devastating would probably be that I mentioned that we bootstrapped the business and we own 100% of the business and we did have an investor going to come on board uh, and they ended up pulling out and I think I had opened a bottle of champagne and I had an email to tell me they no longer wanted to work with me mm. um, and that, I, I, I did cry. <laughs> uh, I, I think anyone in your situation would have cried. Oh, my God. Yeah, so, but it's worked in our favour because we ended up not needing them, but I would never have known. So I guess there's a positive to the negative, right? <laughs> of course. Look, there's a positive in every negative once you move past the emotional stage, right? Once you get to the logical stage and you work past, you know, the denial, the, 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 all those little stages, right? There's always yeah. going to be something positive once you kind of get to the end of it. Yes. And I've learned that, um, but yeah, it still hurts. And, you know, okay, well, I'll ignore that email for now and I'll go and do something else and then I'll come back and let it process for a while. <laughs> okay, let me drink the champagne and then I'll yes, do yeah, and <laughs> Then we'll talk. Then we'll talk. We're going to live in this moment. <laughs> So you touched a little bit on Corona and how it's affected your business. How are you going and how are you coping with it? So it's been a blessing, but it's also been a challenge. So Mm. we're very fortunate that we're online and when shops were closed and people are working from home, people were buying less makeup because they were working at home. and they were more stressed and they couldn't access the shops, so they were buying online. So it's actually helped increase our sales. And I don't know whether that's more to do with the fact that there is more people online to see our advertising, and I don't know whether it's specifically to do with COVID just yet, but I'd say it's all of the above. Like we've been going hard with the right content uh, and more people are looking for skincare Mm. um so on the downside of course there is uh, less planes flying so before COVID it took me four days to get product to the U.S. direct from Sydney 
uh, and now it's taking, it's gotten better, however. It's taking four to five weeks and at the height oh of COVID, God. it was, yeah, it was taking nine weeks mm. to get people product. And, of course, I wasn't prepared for that. I wasn't prepared that it was going to take that long. Um, mm. But it's because 90% of the freight heading out at, um, heading overseas was shipped on passenger planes and there's no passenger planes now and the products are actually having to go to New Zealand and then to the US. So it goes around about way. Yes. So that was a learning curve. Um, yes. We've changed the way we're packing orders because of COVID. Obviously, there's increased safety precautions and I try and stay at home as much as I possibly can so that I'm sending parcels out that are safe for our customers mm. um, and also obviously wearing a mask when I go outside, if I go outside. Um and sorry, we're in New South Wales for everyone listening, so we're not locked down again just yet. Um, we all know, right? It's a bit of a blessing. But <laughs> yeah. There's also the suspense of you never know when might hap- when it might happen. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so we also changed the way we were speaking to customers. So we were making sure that we were keeping them updated every point that we could like your order is taking going to take longer to get to you this is why if you've got a problem email us um so i was very active and i'm still very active on um on instagram on stories like i basically update everyone all the time um so coming out of covid um you know, our, our three new products have started um, up again. So they look to be set to launch next um, week, maybe the week after. Oh, it's a bit touch exciting. and go now. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so um, we manufacture in Australia. Um, so we're 100% transparent with all our ingredients and our manufacturing Um and we've automated some of our processes now to help with time management because of the increase in sales, you've got more orders to pack, which means I've got less time to devote to other things. So my husband's automation skills have come into play. He's automated some of the processes in the business. So at the moment, I can't hire anyone uh, because of the current situation, maybe yeah. going into lockdown again. Um, so he's automated our accounting, um, our stock tracking, and a few other oh. things, which I won't. Yeah, it's amazing. I don't know anything about it. Like I know top line, but I can't really explain what he's done. He's basically <laughs> oh, linked. I get you. Yeah, he's linked the website and Zero and a few other spreadsheets he has all together so the data quickly gets inputted automatically. Wow, <laughs> oh, Jesus, that's like impressive. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's something that not many customers do because it costs customers. So I'm actually really lucky that my husband's been able to make my job a little bit easier. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It does. And then you don't have to worry about, you know, every, every little thing in between, you know, you, you're, you know, everything is in place and nothing has been missed. Yeah. And hopefully those processes will come in handy when I have to hand it over to someone else or, or, and, or, 
get a warehouse in the US because that's the next thing. <laughs> yes. So we are at the end of the podcast, but I do have one last question to ask you for our listeners. What advice yes. do you have for somebody who might be looking to set up a product line? So the first and well, obviously you have to create a product that you don't see exists. So you have yeah. to have a unique selling point. Um, so I think that's the, f- the first thing that I can sort of, there's no point in bringing out a vacuum cleaner for a vacuum cleaner's sake. Like when I was first starting, I could illustrate this by, you know, I had a bad meeting and someone said, well, why are you doing that? You're just creating another cleanser and there's another cleanser on the shelf. And I'm like, yeah, but Dyson wasn't just a vacuum cleaner, was it? It reinvented that space. So I guess you've got to develop an authentic brand and you've also have to have a unique selling point and you have to really focus on that USP to promote and market the brand. So, you know, if your unique selling point is like, for instance, us, we've got a probiotic in our product, you work out how and where you should be advertising based on your customer personas and really just focus on that in order to build your brand. Um, I think you need to be open and honest about your brand at all times. You have to believe in it. You have to, you know, I didn't want to create another organic brand. Mm. I wanted to create a space and a, a product that didn't necessarily have a space on shelf. Like if I go into a pharmacy, um, it wouldn't sit with the medication and it wouldn't sit with just regular skincare. It'd be in between. Yeah. Um, And then you've got to give a thousand percent to customer service. Like you at the, in the, at the end of the day, you're in business to help the customer. So, you know, every touch point in your brand should be easily accessible um, and you should provide them with as much information that's relevant to your brand um you know for us that is that whole holistic wellness aspect there's no point in me selling you skincare and telling you to eat hamburgers every day because that's just not going to work yeah Um, (laughs) messaging is exactly (laughs) exactly and you know um everyone has a cheat day but like we're we're about helping the customer with their clear skin goal so we talk holistically uh, about exercise and diet and that sort of stuff Mm. um and then the last one would be to have a mission statement or a goal set for two to five and ten years down the line so you can meet targets and exceed them and those if we've 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 doubled our profit every quarter since we've been in business and I didn't expect to do that. And when I first started, I'd set goals like monthly sales goals. And when when we have these goals and we're projecting sales and, you know, how much do we need to manufacture next, you you can celebrate those successes if you have goals and those those things set in place like this month I exceeded target 
that's really great. Okay, so now I'm really excited. What do I do next? So, yeah, it just keeps you motivated. Definitely, and consistency to be able to get you to the next level, which is kind of key in business, right? Staying consistent. Yeah. <laughs> that's Definitely. the one thing consistency is always the hardest thing but I know right <laughs> <laughs> especially in but challenging if, times yeah yeah but if you if you have a goal that's loose enough even when COVID you know our goal is to move to the U.S. because we've got U.S. customers and I'm not getting there in person how else can I do that I can do that by getting a warehouse so that's still moving towards the goal but I guess no. maybe it's being agile agile yes yes, yes. yes. you're pivoting and you're doing what you've got to do to be able to get there in a different way that you that might end up working better than the original way exactly hundred <laughs> percent but Kiri, thank you so, so much for coming and sharing your story with us. I can't wait to watch your business take off globally. It sounds like, you know, you are really changing the lives of your customer and I've seen your Instagram and I've seen some of the transformations that you have from your, um, some of the lovely uh, consumers who have purchased your product. And it's, it's incredible what you've done, especially for five years, having the patience and the perseverance to, you know, spend five years getting the product done and made perfectly. So I wish you all the best. Thank you so much for coming on board and sharing with us, you know, your amazing advice and your tips. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for joining us on Behind the Pitch. Don't forget to rate, subscribe and like and follow us on all of our social media platforms for more. We'll see you next time.